0: Unity Community of Central Oregon's podcast featuring Reverend Jane Hyatt.
1: I always feel a little awkward at Father's Day doing the talk because I'm not a father. You know, I had a father. I love my father. <laughs> but I, I just feel like I'm not the authority on fathers. And so kind of going along with this community love feast that we have going on, I've invited several of the dads in our community to come up and I want to interview them about being dads and what it means to be a father and and that father energy and how we can use the father energy in our own awakening. So would you all come up, the ones that I've talked to about this? So let's kind of get you guys in the center because I'm going to ask you some questions but um, you, can, you can pass the mics around so that it ends up on the, on the recording. So the first question I, I want to know is what is the father energy to you and how have you experienced that as a father? We talk about that archetype of the mother and the father. What is that for you? anybody can start and just
2: <laughs> come on I know you guys aren't shy um, father energy I guess to me is is um, it's a sense of, of being powerful to be protective it's a mm-hmm. feeling of wanting to encompass your family your friends your children in a, in a protection and it's, it's, a, it's an energy that I think is good but can go really wrong if you're not in check with what that really means to protect them. So, um, I think that's a very powerful force. Just like, you know, we know that we don't want to mess with a mom and her baby <laughs> animals or otherwise, like you just don't mess with a mom. And I think there's the same for dads. Dads have a different sort of protective energy. Uh, that's mm-hmm. very, very
3: powerful. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, for me, uh, you know, having had five children, uh, the energy that I felt when my first child was born was just totally amazing. It was like going from uh, self centric to being part of family centric. And uh, it was a feeling of responsibility, of course, but it wasn't a heavy feeling. It was a wonderful feeling. Uh, and it was also uh, a feeling, an energy of um, expansiveness, of being. Be, wanting to be more than what I had been before that child was born and before the rest of the children was born, so that uh, I could pass that on to them, and it was like this is a legacy, this is our physical uh, legacy, our spiritual legacy, and so um, having children uh, just expands uh, a person in every way for men and women i 'm sure, uh, but for me that 's what it felt like.
4: For me a key word is balance. Uh, On the one hand, I sense the energy that Kevin was talking about. You want to protect your family, your kids, protect them from harm. But on the other hand, you also want to enable them to blossom, to unfold, and become the kind of person that they can be. So there always for me was this sense of balance. When do you say to one of your kids, No, you can't do that because if you do, there's a likelihood that you or somebody else will get hurt unnecessarily. On the other hand, when is it time to say, you know, I think you might be able to handle this. Why don't you give it a try? I'll be supportive of you. And it's knowing when to say go ahead and when to say not this time. That balancing energy that requires a a sound judgment that Nobody tells you about, you just have to learn by trial and error. And unfortunately, we all make a lot of mistakes. But that's it for me, balancing the yes and the
0: no. When I heard Jim answer his question, it reminded me of what I was going to say. But um, I remember back when I was expecting to be the first-time father, and Gracie came so early, I remember, and it was pretty scary. But uh, the minutes he was born all my fears and all the worries not wanting to see any of the gross stuff as I call it <laughs> it all went away because I had to become dad I had to step in, leave the mom in the hands of the doctor and go with my baby and the adrenaline kicked in and I saw all that stuff and didn't bug me and I felt the rush of being a father and it didn't get go to me because I was there in that place of gratitude and a place of miracles really, so to me the fatherhood to me has always been about miracles and gratitude of those miracles. That's just every day you gotta think that.
1: You know, I just wanna intercept, assert here that um, when my kids were like uh, six and eight, and then their cousin who was maybe five, somewhere in that age range, the mom is on the, the park um, ground, on the grass, changing the nappy of the baby brother. And they are in the car in solidarity. That when they are married and have kids, they are not doing any of that stuff. That's going to be the dad's job. <laughs> so, just so you know.
0: <laughs> I changed my chair.
5: <laughs> you guys have really said it quite well. I don't know that I can add a lot, but but for my own personal experience. Um, I was the last kid of four and nine years behind the uh, my sister. And uh, I sort of felt like I was a bit of an afterthought. <laughs> Christmas present, whatever. <laughs> and uh, so I didn't feel like I got maybe enough father energy from, from my dad. But I learned... To have a great deal of respect for uh, his leadership and his vision and his his uh, unending caring love that he shared with with all of us kids um, and. While I was growing up, it was easy for me to forget about some of those things being caught up in, in, my, own, in my own life and my own direction and stuff like that. And then, lo and behold, I got married and then I got divorced and lo and behold, I got married again. And then I had two kids and then I got divorced and then I got <laughs> married again. So, But my kids are here with me and bend with us. And uh, they're grown, but I I feel more fatherly now in that father energy than I ever have, and more responsible for providing as much guidance as I can, because I've made a lot of mistakes. And I don't want them to fall into the same uh, pitfalls, if you will, that mm-hmm. that I did, and so I'm I'm protective, but yet they've got to take their own course. So yeah. it's so, a now thing.
1: So one of my other questions, that kind of leads off of that, what surprised you about being a father that was different than being a son?
5: Well, a lot of responsibility. <laughs> being a son, I could just kind of. Uh, do a, do my own thing because I was so far removed from from the rest of the family. It was and and uh, you know I was growing up in the in the sixties and, and you know sixties and seventies and and uh, wow it's like mom and dad are like whoa they're way <laughs> over there they don't get it you yeah. know? And so I was off in my own path <laughs> Psychology of Altered States of Consciousness. (laughs) I did graduate with a psychology degree at the University of Washington.
1: (laughs) That must be a special place. I think it was pass-fail,
5: though. Um, Anyway. uh, But
1: specifically, I mean, when, when you look, as a son, you looked at your father and you had an idea of what it meant to be a father. And then when suddenly it's your turn to be a father, I'm wondering if... The role is different. Like I remember washing diapers, and my whole Cinderella story of how I had done all the work came crashing down because I realized I don't remember actually washing the dishes. I mean, the the diapers. I remember folding them, but maybe my mother actually did do something, you know. <laughs> and so it was. It, it's something that you don't realize until you get yeah. in those shoes. That's so, what
0: happened to me, um, yeah. just recently actually. Still going. Through this right now as we speak it's funny my son and I have a totally different dynamic than Grace and I have Um, Grace is a lot like me and like I was as a kid and Nolan is a lot different (laughs) but uh, Nolan has taught me what it's like to be a a better son recently Um, because I've always wanted my dad to understand that I was going my own way and to support that and we'll come back around when we find each other again sort of thing was my path and I've always judged him for judging me for not doing that when I'm doing the same thing to Nolan at a young age. So I've come to learning from my son and my father that I did go my own ways, regardless if he wanted to or not. But we, were, but we remained close to, regardless of that fact. And that was all praise to my father for that. Mm-hmm. So I realized that to be a father, I need to be able to let go and do that.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: So that's what I learned from my son. So, for me,
3: it it was kind of interesting because my father uh, was just absolute strength, total disciplinarian, uh, and my mother was just the opposite. So, it was, you know, always uh, when something really horrible happened that I caused, (laughs) uh, I, I would always tell my mother first and say, now, we don't have to pass this on, do we? (laughs) 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 And if it was passed on, there was going to be some severe consequences. And I remember thinking how strong he was, and I wish I could be that strength. Uh, And then just before he died, he cried for the first time in his life that I ever saw uh, because he'd been going through stomach cancer for so long. And I thought, that's, that's what I really believe was the true him all along. And for me, uh, being a father, when I became a father, I tended to go much more toward my mother's side, toward more freedom for the children, for allowing them to be who they are, and for not trying to show them that I was the rock, that I had, you know, my own faults, Uh, and weaknesses, and uh, that it's okay even for a man to cry, that it's okay to ask for help, as you said. So uh, it was quite different uh, in that respect. And I was lucky when I married Joanne because she's a disciplinarian.
4: (laughs) 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 I I can uh, share a little different story. Because life is not all sweetness and light. And as a son, I think the thing I learned was what not to do. Whatever my father did to me was exactly the opposite of what I thought needed to be done and when I got older realized should have been done. I won't go into details, but my childhood was hell. And everything I had to learn, I learned the hard way. Zero guidance, do do this or not that because it's beneficial or not. Zero. So it was try something and get bloodied and figure out that may not be the way to go. So that was my experience as a son. And I was determined that as a father, one of the things I was going to do was share with my kids the things that I had learned that might benefit them and make their life easier. And so that was, for me, the difference. I'll give you just a simple little thing. Uh, A couple of months ago, our grandson was visiting us, and uh, Barb and uh, and, and Yanni had done the, the meal, so I said, why don't we clean up? He says, oh yeah, I'll help you. Well, he had not much experience in the kitchen and he set the skillet down, you ladies will really appreciate this, with the handle leaning way out into the thing. And so I said, you know Nick? I said, his name is Nick, so it's Nick and Dick and you never knew. I said, from my experience, I learned the hard way, true, that when you set, a pan or a skillet down. It's better to put the handle around so that when you go by, you don't knock the whole thing over and make a mess on the floor. Oh, okay. That simple little thing would have made my life a lot easier in so many, many ways. So, what I learned as a father is give some guidance, share your little victories, the things you've learned. It'll make a difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think
2: it. Um The experience changed when I remember growing up and my depth of love, my experience of what love is, completely changed. You know, when you're growing up, you love your parents, of course. You love your siblings, your family. But the minute you're a father, that total agape, that unconditional love actually makes sense for the Mm -hmm. first time. And I can't remember ever prior to being a father... Understanding what it meant to completely love something else far more than you love your own life, your own anything. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of like the moment my son was born that hit yeah. me. And I realized this is what my parents actually felt. And I just had, I don't think there's any way you can know that until you are a parent. Yeah.
1: That... Another question I have is, how has this contributed to your soul's awakening? And it sounds like that might be part of it, but is, tell me more. Like how, how do you feel like your soul has awakened because you've been a father?
2: Well, for me, I think, and I kind of realized this a few years ago, was that I started to pay attention to the way I lived my life. Uh, more carefully because I realized that it was affecting my sons and that whether they like to admit or may never admit that they actually listen to what I say or do, um, I think it does make a difference. And the only thing I could do was other than giving them advice, which works for one son, but doesn't work for the other one (laughs) at all. (laughs) Yeah. So guidance, 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 advice, none of that works for one son, but it works for the other son. Uh, Yeah, But I've realized that if if I just live my life the best way I can and feel like I'm always being watched by my son so that everything I do uh, is to set an example, um, that's actually changed me as a person.
4: Mm -hmm.
5: Thank you. Well, I I can't say that... my father or my father energy really was a great contributor to my soul awakening. Uh, Though I want to say that it's extremely important, uh, spiritually, mentally, physically, whatever, to be connected to your own father energy, whether that's thinking about your father, your grandfather, your stepfather or your own fatherhood because we evolve we go through so many things in life and uh, when I really became more spiritually active and aware it was a low point in my life and it had really my father had been dead for a while so there was no contributing factor in that regard but um, as I Grew spiritually and, and gained strength and guidance uh, from Spirit. In, in in my life, I could then share that and project that to my children, who were uh, already sort of unfolding spiritual beings, and to be able to share that spiritual love with them at an early age and stay connected with them, even though I was off doing, you know, working and and being disconnected from in a divorced family. You know, I, I got them, you know, every other weekend and things like that. But the important thing was to stay connected to them. And lo and behold, you know, years and years later, they've come back to roost, with, with us in this community, and uh, it's a real blessing. So yeah. I'm thankful for that.
0: Yeah. Mine's a little interesting story, so th- give me a second. Um, the last five years since I've been 40, it's been my biggest kind of awakening as a person. And I remember the last few years, at, at my worst, at my sickest physically, or my most distraught, or my, my hardest days where I'm not able to get up and do things. When my kids, oh, they have to be at camp at four, or they'd be at baseball at five, or they gotta be at you know the doctor at two, no matter what my day is, I found that I'm able to get up and go do what they need for them. Daddy taxi, if you will. And then I started thinking about that and I started thinking about resilience that they've given me for me to handle them and them to handle me and me to handle life. And that takes me back to that, that beginning miracle of of the birth and them being a part of my life and how blessed I am for that and how grateful I am. Mm-hmm. So I guess my growth and my, you know, spiritual growth there would be in that I can go to gratitude, even in my worst places and get up and take care of my smiling kids. And yeah. they don't know what's bugging me. And yet they're always smiling. And that's just a place to be grateful about.
1: Yeah.
3: Awesome. So for me, it was, uh, uh, having been a single parent. Uh, like Dan, I had the opportunity to learn uh, how to deal with uh, losing a wife, losing a family, and so on. And uh, the second time it happened, I thought my life was over because I really didn't feel like I was had my act together at all. But my second wife had left and disappeared completely and I had three kids. So I had to learn. I had to learn. And uh, The way I learned uh, was in a large measure through them because I didn't know who their teachers were. I knew some of their friends. I was a traveling man at the time. I was the breadwinner. And uh, the the bottom line was that as I got to know them and their friends and their teachers and what they liked and what they were about, uh, I realized that I wasn't giving them the nourishment they needed spiritually. And it put me on a track uh... with some help from others uh... to uh... find uh... unity and that's what i found at, at a low point mm-hmm. like you're talking about somebody was talking about a low point uh, i found unity and what a difference it made i became a youth minister we got them all involved in the unity movement as uniteens and as youth and it changed their lives and it changed my lives and it opened my soul in many wonderful ways
0: mm-hmm. you know the biggest thing i learned from my kids too is this is and unity here if you watch the kids play together, if you watch the kids live their daily life, they'll walk up to somebody, walk across the sidewalk and, and say, excuse me, sir, I need help with this. They're able to ask for help of anyone, any time.
4: Hmm.
0: And I step back and I go, you know what? And thanks to unity and being involved with a community like this, I was able to ask for help when I needed it. Yeah. And that's changed my life forever.
1: Wow, that's great. So my last question is... For all of us, because half the people here are women, but we all have male, we have the father energy and we have the mother energy contained within us. How can we move forward using the father energy to um, be more of who we are in our lives?
2: I'll quote Jack Nicholson, I guess. (laughs) That movie, I I always remember that one line from that movie, um where he said, You make me want to be a better man. I can't remember as when the he gets. As Good As It Gets. Um, the whole movie wasn't that great, but I love that line. <laughs> and it it sort of is sort of my mantra, I think, that we can all use if we think that we're not just islands going through life, that we are actually every one of us are leaders for our children or other people in our community and they're all watching what we do and use that to want to be a better person because you are being watched what you do mm-hmm. all the time and it may be your physical kids but it could be the kids that, in your neighborhood and your community and your you know unity whatever but yeah. i think live as though you're setting an example all the time
1: awesome
4: when, when i think about what could be for all of us the word that comes to my mind is personal responsibility and that's one of the things i think that unity teaches us that we're not victims, but we can accept personal responsibility for our lives and our thoughts and how we create things. And so whether we're a father or mother or whatever, to accept responsibility for who we are. To be willing to learn to control our thoughts and our emotions to create the kind of life we want. And to make a difference in the world and the way so that it can be the kind of world we want. So that that to me is what comes back. Re- personal responsibility. Yeah, great.
0: Well, my favorite movie is Field of Dreams. And that's my advice, I guess, is my sort of adage I live by. Field of Dreams is this guy Ray raised, always told himself a story about his father. Never being there, never being approving. He told a story to himself. He believed it. And at the end, when all these old players came back to play in the field, he realized one of them was his dad when he was really young. And he let himself retell the story and say, Dad, let's have a catch. When to cry, just think about this movie. I always cry in this movie. And that moment, he got to retell his story and how that story ended with his father. Yeah. So I guess my yeah. advice would be is don't let your stories be set in stone. Don't let other people control your stories. Retell it, reshape it, give people chances, and forgive.
1: Yeah, awesome. <laughs>
5: I guess uh, um, there's father and mother energy in all of us, and and our kids need both energies. Uh, whether you're a single parent or not, they need the father mother energy to be shared. Uh, they need that to com- to complete themselves as as whole people, and it's so important that we as parents, whether we're dual parents, single parents, whatever, that we stay connected through that loving, loving spirit that we share. And that connectivity with our children uh, will be unbroken through time. And it's a beautiful thing. And, and it's a good way to reconcile the past with our own parents the things that were wrong the things that didn't work out we can we can bring that loving energy back through ourselves and create some healing energy for ourselves yeah.
3: beautiful so last but not least mm-hmm.
5: <laughs> yeah so for me again
3: this idea of once I had children going from kind of self-centric to family-centric. To, and then as a single father, uh, beginning, beginning to expand uh, to uh, their friends and pretty soon being a den father. And taking in more and more children uh, as a youth minister. And recognizing that they're all pretty much the same. They all want the same thing. And there's one way you can teach them better than any other way is just to love them. Mm -hmm. and that's what I found worked best for me and when I realized that in unity that we're all one big family that it's all about loving each other and loving everyone and recognizing that we're not just one with our children we're one with everyone we're one with all creatures we're one with all creation and that's I think what fatherhood and motherhood are about is that connection that it makes
1: right. thank you all